Welcome to our 17th Amuna class. We're so excited. Just making sure Laurent's here. Yes, he's here, Laurent. Mazo has joined us on our screen. Isn't that excellent? The first time in our beautiful new studio, Baruch Hashem, with Rav Shalom Arush Shlita and Rav Dayan Elgod Shlita. We are sitting together with Laurent Mazo and Soulful Money, and we're able to go ahead on our 17th class. Just make sure that I know where we're at. But the good news is we're going to have Rav Elgod and Laurent themselves give over the questions, and please, God, we'll have a beautiful class of inspiration and answers from the Rav and from Laurent themselves. So I'm just going to read now some of the feedback from this week. It's very important to just give appreciation. And once again, we're dedicating this class with Laurent Zamor, the Mazor, to his success. And please, God, like he went through the corona, but there should be full healing before Shlema. And we appreciate your dedication to our Muna classes. Thank you, Laurent. We also want to say, first is us to say thank you for all your questions. It's so appreciated. And to remind the Rav, People, again, kept sending us emails about this. The Rav Arashi has a Muna coaching, exercises and workshops, Targilim. And we have already two already. We put out a video and he's going to remind us the third. That will be one extra part of the class that we want to do a workshop with the Rav. We were, the Rav did ask us to remember. And thank God you guys also did. I've recently been exposed, this is another feedback, to the beauty of Rabbi Nachman's teachings. With such, I'm glad to be here with Breslev. I learned here things don't just happen. I believe, Baruch Hashem, I think everything is on its good way. Yes, it's on its good way. Should I leave my New York? Yes, yes, he should. Because why? He's, he's not asking for New York. He's asking for his name. His name is Ezra Ben Yehudit. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you for leaving your name. And someone else wrote, I love your singing. Good morning from North Carolina. Thank you, Rev. Diane Elgrad. Welcome back, and let's begin first. We welcome you back. Thank you. First with the Muna exercises, <laughs> and then these appreciated questions from Laurent Mazur, Soul for Money Part 2, Talking to Hashem. Like that obviously means we're going to have a Part 3, and not only that, we're going to have a lot of Please God programs with Toronto and Chazak. A lot of exciting times ahead with Hanukkah approaching, and that's why there was a little bit of delay, because we were busy building the Hanukkah classes for Chazak. You guys will get to see it on the eight nights of Hanukkah and hear about it. We'll let you guys know. But thanks again. We're going to go to the first exercise, if the Rav could translate with Diane, and uh, we'll go ahead. Well, just before that, you know, Rebelio, that yes. 17 is the numerical value of Tov, of good. Tov, good. Yes, so we're now in the Tov class oh. of the Emunah program. Amazing. Let's be good. תרגיל לאמונה השלישי, שאיתו אנחנו נפתח את השיעור. טוב, אז קודם כל נזכיר לכולם מה למדנו. למדנו דבר ראשון, תרגיל ראשון, שהתפללו לדעת שהשם אוהב אותי. Well, first thing, I'd like to remind everyone all the exercises we've been speaking about. The first exercise is to pray on a daily basis, knowing that Hashem loves me. The second exercise is to know there is no one, there is nothing else except for Hashem. In this exercise, we learned that there is no one that can do a person any good or bad unless the Creator decreed that it should be so. There's no such thing as nature. There's no such thing as witchcraft. There's no such thing as an evil eye. There's no such thing as luck. And etc. The difficult part of Ein Od Milvado, of knowing that there's nothing else except for Hashem, is for a person not to accuse himself. A person may say, well, I understand that everything is Hashem, everything is from Hashem. But if I did something bad, I did it. No one else. <laughs> We need to know that free choice is only before, previous to the action that we, that we take. 
אחרי שכבר בחרתי, אני צריך לדעת, זה רצון השם. או שהשם עזר לי להתגבר, או שהשם לא עזר לי. After I made the choice, I need to know that this is now the will of Hashem. Either Hashem helped me to overcome, or Hashem didn't help me. Therefore, even when a person, things are not going the way he planned, even if he's failing and he's doing a various sins and transgressions, after he already did them and he already sinned, he has now another choice. The choice before sinning is whether to sin or not to sin. The choice after sinning, after sinning is whether a person will accept it that Hashem didn't help him or whether a person will accuse himself and haunt himself for feeling that he's the one who failed. This part is something that's difficult to understand and to grasp, and that's why today we're going to take another exercise that will help us understand the exercise that we just spoke about, which is part of Enod Milvado, not accusing yourself. Free choice is divided into two parts. Choosing to know how to receive everything that happened until this moment. And knowing how to choose in future aspects. And today we're going to start speaking about free choice, which is related to the future. So today's exercise is going to be how is free choice related to what I'm supposed to do or act in the future? I told you already that when I sum up things, when I make important comments, write them down and remember them well. Choosing for the future means that in the path that a person wants to follow, that is the path he is going to be led. In other words, free choice in the future is dependent completely on the person himself. If you want, you will achieve everything that you want. The will, the desire which is in the heart, needs to be a strong desire. But perfect will, perfect desire, is when you don't only feel it in your heart, but you also voice it in your mouth. That's why all prayers are actually wills and desires that we're expressing them through our prayers. Give us and grant us wisdom and knowledge. Return us, our Father, to your Torah. Bring us, our King, closer to working you properly. Allow us to do full tshuva. Hashem, allow me to always be happy. Hashem, allow me to always be happy. 
מבטא את זה בפה, זה, זה שלמות. When a person prays like this about the future, about the things that he wants to achieve, he is taking the wills and desires in his heart and is expressing them with his mouth, and that is considered to be a complete and full will and desire. עכשיו, אם כן, יש פה מימרה מרבי נתן. We have now a saying from Rabbi Nathan here. רבי נתן אמר, שכל חיסרון, איפה שאני רואה חיסרון? או שלא יתפללו על זה בכלל, או שיתפללו מעט. רבי נתן said, wherever I see something lacking, it is either something that people didn't pray for it at all, or they didn't pray for it enough. That means that everything that we're lacking, everything that we do not have yet, it is because we haven't prayed for it enough. That is our exercise for today, that every single person should believe that he has the power to choose the right path, to choose the good path, and to reach the goals that he wants to achieve. For two minutes, you've got to pray every single day, knowing that Hashem loves you. For two minutes, you've got to pray that there's no one else except for Hashem, nothing else except for Hashem. And the third exercise for ten minutes, Asking Hashem, Hashem, allow me to believe, allow me to understand that through my power of prayer, through my power of wills, I can merit and achieve full and complete tshuva and repentance. With the help of Hashem, after everyone prays these prayers, they will realize the power of their prayers, and that is what I wrote in my book, Or Chadash, about the power of the will. In my book, The New Light, this is what I wrote about, how to express our wills and the power that we have. Every single thing that you want in spirituality, If you work on it, which is what, what's called avoidasarotson, working with the will and expressing it with your mouth, you will achieve it. What is will work? A person may say, I wanted many things, why didn't I receive them? In the heavenly realm, you need to get a diploma that you really and truly want what you're asking for. And I'd like to give you a parable. A person didn't eat for several days. He really wants to eat. Imagine if he has a prevention, something that's preventing him from eating. So he will say, okay, well, I have this prevention, something blocking me, stopping me, so I won't eat. No. <laughs> No, in such a situation when a person hasn't eaten for many days, he will increase his will. He's going to start praying and asking us, please have mercy. Please, I haven't eaten for several days. He's not just going to say, well, okay, there's something blocking me, so I'm not going to eat. He will increase his will. It is the same thing with spiritual things. If every single day you pray, you don't leave your will, you pray and you ask, and you ask for Hashem to give this to you, 
then in the heavenly realm, they will then see that you really want it because you're increasing your will, increasing your will. And then they will see that you really want it. When you get the diploma that you really want, <laughs> then they will lead you through the path that you want. Good luck. Amen. It's a great news. We already did our exercise for today. Please take that with you. And we're going to go now to Laron Mazur to his beautiful questions and his course, which we put down below in our details, the link there to Soulful Money. And we're looking forward to hear from Liron Mazur. Say hello. Hi, Ralph. Hi, Eli. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? Uh, <laughs> Hi, Liron. How are you doing? <laughs> Pleasure to see you and hear you all the way from South Africa. Thanks. Amazing. Isn't this Thanks, a... Eli. Always great to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. So let's hear, please. Uh, uh, Eli, maybe if I can if I start off with the questions. Yes, um, please. I want to just maybe pick up where the rub left off. Please do. Uh, so he spoke so beautifully about his uh, next exercise. And uh, funny enough, tonight's section specifically is about talking to Hashem and connecting with Hashem. And the Rav Reader uh, Rich wrote a beautiful book called Forest Fields of many of the beautiful books that he's written. And in there, he speaks about Hit Bordadut. It's a concept that I've uh, took me many years to understand. And I really wanted to take the opportunity tonight to share the Rav's wisdom and insights about how do we really talk to Hashem using the methodology of Hitparadot. So let me, if you don't mind, start with the first question. And the first question being, what exactly is Hitparadot? And to maybe extend the question just slightly, for someone who has not read the book in Forest Fields, what are the practical steps one can follow to make sure they're getting the most out of the Hitparadot session? And what three topics does one cover during the Hitparadot time? שאלה רבי, כבוד הרב, מהי באמת התבודדות? מה יעשה אדם שלא קרא את בשדה יער והוא רוצה עכשיו הדרכה להתבודדות? איך הוא צריך להתקדם? ומהם שלושת הנושאים המרכזיים שעליהם צריך להתמקד בהתבודדות? או, זה טוב, עכשיו מתאים לתרגיל השישי שאנחנו בו. That's a very good question because it's suitable for the third exercise that we just now gave. התבודדות זה שכאשר הקדוש ברוך הוא ציווה עלינו, נתן לנו מצוות, אחת המצוות להתפלל. What התבודדות means is that when Hashem commanded us, and one of the commandments that He gave us is to pray to Him, משה רבנו שנתן לנו את המצוות, When Moshe Rabbeinu gave us all the commandments, We have a special mitzvah to pray to Hashem. He didn't give us a siddur. He didn't give us the book of Tehillim. He didn't give us any book of prayers. So what kind of prayer did Moshe Rabbeinu tell us that we have to pray to Hashem? To speak to Hashem in your language, in your tongue, any time that you want. The commandment from the Torah to pray has got no time limit, has got no certain version. That's how the Rambam, who is the head of the Torah sages who gave us the verdicts of Halacha, that's what he writes at the beginning of his laws of Tefillah. So, we can see from this that the praying from the Torah, what the Torah commands us, is actually Hitbodidut. It's simple. You've got to be alone and speak to the Creator. When? 24 hours, whenever you want. For how long? For as long as you want. On what? On everything that you want. So that was firstly explaining what Hidbodidut is, and every single person has to have a connection with the king, with our king. When I start teaching a person about his boydus, I don't give him any rules. 
I say to him, just get used to speaking on a daily basis with Hashem. Say thank you for the things that you can say thank you for. And ask for the things that pain you, the things that are most important and necessary for you. And then even if a person prays for livelihood, for whatever he wants, as long as he gets used to speaking to Hashem, after a person has grasped that concept and he now wants to enter more deeply into the work of his prejudice, of course we've got to keep teaching him how to progress in this whole issue. Niron, <laughs> how are you? No translation needed. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Hashem. <laughs> Amazing. Great questions. We want to keep going ahead because we want to really cover your ground of your wonderful course. It's just the second part of an intro. There's obviously so much going on over there. And we really appreciate you again. Not only has he created a wonderful course based on the teachings of Rav Shalom Arush and the Garden of Muna series, specifically the Garden of Riches and the Garden of Gratitude, but also he's donated the Garden of Gratitude and Garden of Riches to many people. I don't know if he lets me say, but he's wanting to do what the Rav spoke about in the last week's class, which is very important to apply the teachings. And one of them is, once you've learned these books, to share them onwards. And Leron has faithfully done this the last few weeks. And we thank him on behalf of Brez of Israel and the Rav. Thank you very much, Leron. Pleasure. Thanks, Amy. Okay. Uh, the, next, the next question, is that okay? Yes. Yes. So the next question is, in forest fields, you speak about a formula for how we should do Hitpadadot. And you've spoken in, in the first question, you answered to me that it's a way of a person really talking to Hashem and connecting with Hashem. But if we speak about the formula, the first part of doing Hitpadadot, we speak about saying thank you first. The second part, we speak about saying sorry. And the third part, we ask Hashem for what we want. Can you maybe talk a bit more about that? לירון שואל כבוד הרב שבשדה יער הרב נתן נוסחה איך להתבודד, שבחלק הראשון הוא להגיד תודה, החלק השני הוא להגיד סליחה ולעשות חשבון נפש, והחלק השלישי הוא לבקש. האם הרב יכול לתת את הכללים כדי שאנשים יוכלו ליישם את זה בהתבודדות שלהם? יפה, יפה. אני שמח שלירון... <laughs> very nice. I'm very happy that Liron is holding on to the work of his Bodidus. The first part saying thank you. When a person meets someone who did him many, many favors. Was he, what is he going to say? Give me more? No. No. First of all, he's going to say thank you. He's going to say thank you as much as he can. Thank you for the life that you've given me. Thank you for the Holy Torah. Thank you for all the tzaddikim, the righteous people that are living in this world. Thank you for emuna, for faith. And that's how one should start the first part, saying thank you. That is the first part. You meet the king, the first thing that you do is you say thank you for all the good things that he's done for you. Of course, we can't even say thank you, really, even for the smallest thing, for one thing. But we say thank you as much as we can. The second part, which is also respecting the king, 
החלק השני גם הוא מכבד את המלך. The second part which also respects the king. כשאתה בא, הוא נותן דין וחשבון למלך. When a person comes and he gives his judgment before the king. עבד נותן דין וחשבון לאדון שלו. A slave is supposed to answer to his master. בן נותן דין וחשבון לאבא שלו. A son is supposed to answer to his father. איך שתסתכל על זה, אפילו שר. Whatever way you look at it, even a minister has got to answer and give judgment to his king. This is what's called Cheshbon Nefesh, telling the king everything that I did from yesterday till today. ראיתי את השידור עם הממש, ושמעתי את השאלות, ותודה ששמעתי. For example, a person should say, relating to this hour, in this hour I saw the broadcast of the Amuna program, I heard all the questions, I heard all the answers, thank you for allowing to be part of this. מה למדתי היום? What did I learn today? איפה הלך? הלכת פעם לערבית? And then where did I go to? I went to Davin Mayrev. He tells Hashem, I went to daven my evening prayers. How was the davening? How did I pray? For every good thing, he says thank you. And for something that he heaven forbids he failed in, he says sorry and he repents. אז זה הדבר השני, זה הדבר, החלק השני של הבודדות, זה החשבון נפש היומי. That is the second part of his בודדות, doing a daily חשבון נפש, telling Hashem everything that you did and asking sorry for what you sinned with. הדבר השלישי, the third part, זה למעשה לקחת איזשהו דבר רוחניות שהוא... is taking something in spirituality which the person finds difficult to manage. And that is the third exercise that we just spoke about in the beginning of this program of doing on this spiritual aspect will work. With the exercise that we're going to do, we're also going to learn privately and intensely the first parts of the Bodhis that we just spoke about. But in order for a person to know how to do the first two parts, he first and foremost must know how to do the third part. ולעבוד עליו בעבודת הרצון עד שיקנה אותו, אז זה ייתן לנו איך נלמד איך נוכל ללמוד איך לעשות חשבון נפש אמיתי. When a person truly knows how to take something in spirituality that he wants to improve in, how to use the work of the will and the desire in order to achieve it, then he will be able to do the second part of the חשבון נפש, and we will learn that. לחזק את כולם, שכולם עד שבוע הבא יראו איך מתחילים לעבוד על דברים, לקנות דברים, ברוחניות. So I'd like to strengthen everyone that everyone listening to this program until next week will know how to pray for something you want to achieve, how to strengthen your will, and how to achieve that that you're aiming for. Smile. Wow. You go, Leron, you go. This is, this is you, this is you, this is your time. Please lead us. Another question. Uh, Reverend, uh, the, the question was, how much time should we put aside for Hitbuddha Dutch? And I, I know you spoke just now about an hour. But when a person thinks about speaking to Hashem for an hour, especially if they're not used to speaking to Hashem, it feels very overwhelming. So what other... לירון הרב שואל, 
אדם, הרב מדבר כל הזמן על לעשות התבודדות שעה, אבל בשביל אדם שרק מתחיל להיכנס לעולם ההתבודדות, זה שעה זה קצת יותר מדי בשבילו, זה, זה מהמם אותו. האם יש דרך שאפשר להכניס את זה ליום במסגרת זמן אחרת? יפה, הוא, הוא, הוא צודק. עכשיו אנחנו עובדים איתם על הקואצ'ין הזה. Very nice. The run is right. We're right now working with people now on this whole coaching program and the exercises. כל מי שיהיה איתנו בקואצ'ינג הזה, הוא יגיע ממש ליכולת שהיא יכולה לעשות גם כמה שעות בכלא קלות. Everyone that will be persistent and will stick with us through the whole coaching process will easily be able to do an isbodidus for a whole hour and even for several hours. כמובן, אנחנו נלמד אותם איך לעשות שעה. Of course, we're going to teach them how to do a whole hour of isbodidus. אז אחרי, אתה צודק, עכשיו אנחנו... נמצאים, עכשיו רק התחלנו למעשה היום, התחלנו באמת איך ללמוד, איך להתחיל לעבוד על דבר ממשת. לרון, אתה צודק, אנחנו רק עכשיו, רק עכשיו, עובדים על איך להשיג ואיך להתאים איזושהי דבר. זה לא בעיה שאני אתאר איך עושים התבודדות. זה לא יעזור לאף אחד. רק מי שיהיה איתנו בקאוצ'ין הזה ויעבוד. Only those that are persistent that will follow us through this immune coaching, through this exercise, and walk with us from exercise to exercise, he'll merit to do a whole hour. Smile. Thank you. Smile. Rav, in the second part of Hitpodadot, we understand the concept of speaking to Hashem and asking Hashem in some cases to forgive us. In your book, Forest Fields, you speak about the idea of double jeopardy, that when we ask Hashem to forgive us, or we take account of the avarim that we've done, and share it with Hashem, and work through it with Hashem, we can't be judged both in the upper world and in the lower world. Can you maybe explain that in more detail? בנוגע לחלק השני, כבוד הרב, כשהרב דיבר על חשבון נפש, אז בספרו בשדה יער, הרב דיבר על המושג הזה, שזה נקרא, כן, סיכון כפול, שכאשר אדם מתבודד ומודה על החטאים שלו, הוא בעצם נותן להשם, הוא שופט את עצמו, ואז אי אפשר לשפוט אותו בעולמות העליונים. אם יש דין למטה, אין דין למעלה. הרב יוכל להרחיב קצת על הנקודה הזאת? כן, ודאי. זו מתנה גדולה מאוד. Certainly, it's a great, great gift. שאדם יכול... בואו נעשה, בוא נעשה משל. Let's give a parable. אדם מגיע לבית המשפט. A person comes to court. Let's just give an example. He drove through the robot. He drove through the red light. Now you have two possibilities. If you judge yourself, then the judge says to him, I won't judge you. If you don't judge yourself, then I, the judge, I will judge you. Now, when a person judges himself, he doesn't give himself a penalty or punishment. He only says to the king, My king, I confess that I went against your will and I drove through the red light. And truly, I had a negative desire to do so. And it overcame me. And I went against your will. But now I am really regretting, a full and complete regret. And I wish I could wind the clock back and I wouldn't have done it again. I would not have gone against your will. I'm asking for you, for your forgiveness, for going against your will, and I'm asking for you to forgive me. Sorry for doing that. Now, if I look, why did I fail? Because we said that free choice is for the future. We're talking here about wanting and praying for it. Because I didn't pray enough. And now, the main truth, my main repentance is for not praying enough 
not to go against your will. And the main thing that I'm accepting upon myself from now on is not to do it again by starting to pray for it now on a daily basis. Now, I did tshuva, I repented. I didn't punish myself, I didn't do anything. But the king sees that I really and truly mended that that I have sinned. And he forgives me. But if a person doesn't judge himself, he doesn't do what's called cheshbo nefesh, so obviously the king has to judge him. And when a person is judged, he's judged according to the Shulchan Aruch. What does it say in the Shulchan Aruch? A person who drives through the red light gets this and this penalty. I'm just giving a parable. It doesn't say in the Shulchan Aruch anything about driving through the red light. I just gave a parable for you to understand. I gave a parable from the courts on this earthly realm. We learn that a person who judges himself, he will not be judged in the heavenly realm. And in this earthly realm, he will have a good life. Because he will not be, he, they won't send through his path agony in order to awaken him to repent. And after 120 years, when he goes up to the heavenly realm, also, he won't be judged for anything. And if a person does and judges himself every single day, he will not see the face of Gehenim. It's worth your while to do Cheshbon Nefesh on a daily basis. In our coaching exercises, we will reach and speak about everything. Now I just gave you a few tidbits, a bit of tastes, in order to understand and to grasp that concept. Wow. So we're really rock and rolling with the questions from Laurent Mazur. Excuse me with the music reference, but I am, you know, very into the music. We've had soulful music, soulful Torah, the soulful money. Why are we discussing this so much? Because it's so important not only to give Laurent Mazur an opportunity to share his wonderful course, but also to give us the encouragement from the Rav, from Avshalom Arush and his teachings of Amunah to give us the strength to not, God forbid, to feel weak during this time of Corona challenge where people are feeling very nervous about their Panasa things. And Baruch Hashem, we just have Yonatan Galed walked into the, to the studio, so we're very excited to see him here. And we hope to have more English classes from him. We're pushing him right now in the studio. And also, Rav Dayan Elgrad, we have Baruch Hashem, the DHC. We don't take it for granted. We've been talking about hosting guests and we've had Gedalia Fenster, and to promote my own class tomorrow, 2.45. Usually I'm after this class, sorry, the other way around, before this class, promoting this class, and now I can use this class to promote my class. <laughs> so isn't that wonderful? Hashem changed it to a Sunday for all you guys in New York and California and in the U.S. and North America, South America, Central America. You get to hear it at your lunchtime, and South Africa and London and all these good places get to hear a bit more late afternoon, evening, and just like here in Eretz Israel, we're like in, you know, in the middle of the night. So, I mean, not midnight, but middle of the evening, let's say. Let's be more proper. And we want to thank Hashem for giving us this opportunity to do it at an earlier time. The Rabbani was the one who guided this and the Rav as well. And we want to continue to go ahead strong with more questions from Laura Mazur and other such classes. And we welcome you again to join us because we're going to have a Toronto special event next week. And we're going to have a Chazak special Hanukkah event, Hanukkah and Amunah with Chazak. And this is our way of doing the Amunah tour in South Africa with Laurent Mazur and to go to Toronto with the community there. Please God, next Sunday, same time, almost around nine o'clock. And then the week after will be Hanukkah. So we'll be going through, please God, with, with Chazak each night, a little bit of Torah and some inspiration from the Rav. And please God, some great videos. And I want to join, ask you again, 
please to check out all the notes below. There's going to be questions, and you can see the course from Rav, um, from Liron Mazoy. Almost called you Rabbi Liron. So I hope you don't mind. <laughs> but we're learning a lot from you tonight. So we would like to hear more questions and just remind you, please go to the, the details in the course and to get involved with what we're doing and what the Ramazor is doing. And that's the collaborative unity projects that we're doing. Now, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. Thank Let's maybe come back to the, the one question that I asked just um, before the, the, the um, advertisal break, advertising break. Is what is the best time to be doing it for adult? Is there a specific time that we should look at dedicating every single day, or can it be any time throughout the day? לירון הרב שואל, מה הזמן הכי טוב לעשות התבודדות? האם יש זמן מסוים שצריך להקדיש כל יום, או שאפשר לעשות את זה במהלך כל היום? כמו בשחרית, יש זמן מעולה שזה בנסח המה... Just like in the morning prayers in Shachris, there is the best time to daven, which is at sunrise. And the closer you are to sunrise, it's excellent. <laughs> and the further you are from sunrise, it's... <laughs> it's okay, but... The best time to do your Avis Bodidus is from midnight to sunrise. But even I myself don't manage to do my Avis Bodidus in those hours. I had a time when I used to go to bed early and I used to get up at midnight and then I used to do my Avis Bodidus. But ever since I started saying Shurim, <laughs> I come back home so late that I don't even have the strength to do my Avis Bodidus then. So I myself do the same thing. If you can do his Bodidus at the beginning of the day in the morning, It's the best thing because you're starting your whole day properly. But if you don't manage to do it in the morning, every single hour is good. We're talking about an hour, a whole hour of Isbodidus. Speaking to Hashem, you speak to Hashem all through the whole through the whole day. More. Mazur, we want more. We, rabbi Mazur, we want more. Oh, you're not, you're not called him Rabbi. <laughs> we're calling you Rabbi. That's he's, a, he's been ordained. <laughs> he's been ordained by, we're based in over here. <laughs> What is the best way to include Hitpodatot as part of one's wealth journey? And when I use the word wealth journey, it's for many people, financial independence is part of that wealth journey. Not necessarily somebody that wants to become focused primarily only on wealth, because as we know in the last section we spoke about, life is more than just necessarily about wealth making. And any wealth we have, we always want to use it for doing mitzvot and connecting to Hashem. But for people, average people and people that want to become financially independent, how do they include Hitpodadot as part of their journey to financial freedom? בדרך כדי להגיע לרווחה כלכלית. וכשלירון אומר רווחה כלכלית, הוא מתכוון להגיע לעצמאות כלכלית. איך משלבים את ההתבודדות עם הרצון הזה להגיע לעצמאות כלכלית? עוד רבה. זה... הרי... אני יודע שאדם יהיה לו... ממש... Indeed, for a person to have financial dependence, we want a person to have the spiritual aspect, the spiritual part, and share. Indeed, 
The Alvis Bodedus gives a person the tools, the vessels, in order for him to do his spiritual part, his spiritual share, in a full and complete way. You can't ask Hashem to give you spiritual independence when you're not doing the main thing for which Hashem put you on this earthly realm. Finances and financial profit are only a vessel in order for a person to be able to do his share, to do his spiritual share by having the time and he has also the spirit to do it. When a person has a goal to do his spiritual share for which Hashem put him on this earthly realm, then he has the face, he's able to turn to Hashem and say to Hashem, Hashem, give me financial independency in order to me, in order for me to be able, in order for me to be free to do my spiritual share, to do my spiritual work. The Mishnah says, make your Torah the main and important thing, the permanent thing, the stable thing, and your work, make it into the thing that that, that is not stable, that that is random. When a person has an avid bodice where he supervises on how to improve his spiritual share, so now he can also do his efforts and ask the king to allow him to succeed. Smile. Help us to realize that there's nothing bad in this world and everything is for our ultimate good. Question that I've got is how do we keep Rabbi Nachman Bessler writes that when a person does every single day cheshbon nefesh and repents and judges himself for he gets a gift, he gets the wisdom and the knowledge to know that everything is for his better The main advice to reach this knowledge and wisdom, knowing that everything is for your better good, is to do your daily cheshbon nefesh, to do your daily judgment. And when a person has a difficulty or trial, he uses his Abbas Boydedus to pray and to beg Hashem, Hashem, give me a moon of faith to know that this is for my better good. Wow. So since we are now coming to the end part of this wonderful section, just of the second part of the intro to Soulful Amuna and Soulful Money, excuse me, from Liron Mazur, we've made you a Rav now, not just a rabbi. You're going up <laughs> as the class goes on. We have Rab Yonatan Galed waiting outside, and I feel bad for his huge Spanish audience, which is very huge in Espanol, Breast of Espanol, that they're waiting. So we're not going to go over time. We're going to actually have to call it today. But the good news is we have a third part to come. I think it will be after Hanukkah. We're also going to have a thank you, Hashem. So we're going to be in South Africa again with Laron. We're going to please God be again in New York. And please God, we have the opportunity to go global. We have people here from Australia, from South Carolina, from all different locations. And we just like to keep sharing this Amuna 
energy and class and it's such appreciation because people really need this kind of daily real life advice and you've brought it to us Laron. thank you very much for coming today and making this second part of your wonderful series part of our Amuna classes Rev Shalom Orish. maybe we'll sing a song or something you have a song you want to sing anything just to end off <laughs> I think we should thank Hashem no Thank you, Hashem, for you do for me. Come on, Laurent, sing. Thank you, Hashem, for all you do for me. Remember when we start to be singing this. All our friends in person. Please go see we'll be together. Thank you, Hashem, for all you do for me. Thank you, Hashem, for all you do for me. Maybe in our third program, we'll ordain Leron to be a Dayan. Dayan? Dayan Leron. You haven't been that yet, so we'll wait for our third program. I want to tell you, Leron, that your questions are excellent. And I thank Hashem that we started the whole Emunah coaching. Because it is a gift that Hashem gave me. That I will be able to teach people in little, in the most specific details, how to reach the perfect work of Isboridus. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Leron, keep sharing this and keep sharing the Amuna with all your wonderful course. And please, God, join us again. Come again. Thank you. Studio guys, that's it. Rabbi Onatangalai is cheering us on. Thank you.